Hi Brickies, I'm Dominic, the last one standing with a kink for cannibalism. And I'm Kate, the resident phobia expert who also hears voices. And you're listening to Shit and Bricks. A podcast where we talk shit about stuff that scares us. Ripping a few laughs and survival tips along the way. As always, please subscribe, rate and review us. And don't forget to follow us on the socials at Shit and Bricks Podcast. Like the morning after a night on the curries and cans, here it comes. So drop your ducks, pop a squat and let's get into it. I do breathing work and techniques and things at work like all the time to just calm people the fuck down before I school them on all things diversity, equity and inclusion. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew sense. white people would uh, have a trouble dealing with uh, their privilege? <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's quite fun. It's like a fine wine. <laughs> yes. Speaking of wine, that reminds me. Hi, Kate. Hi, Dominic. Uh, Are you ready to just sit there and listen to my melodious voice tell you a tale? I am. I am. Not only do I work in a high school, I work with high schoolers, and that doesn't just count the children. I am ready just to listen to a story and not have to think about any of the uh, clowns which attend our circus on a daily basis. Yeah, well, feel free to sit here, pass judgment, make wise cracks. Yes, please. I'm ready to be funny. And be filthy as fuck. Yes. Fuck (laughs) him. Gobble that (laughs) cock. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Expel those demons. I'm literally going to sit here. I'm going to drink a whole fucking bottle of wine and I'm going to just have a laugh. Good. I'm like aggressively, that's... like I'm going to make aggressive jokes. <laughs> Good. Well, so... that's what you're not paid for, Kate. Yeah. <laughs> but before we do that, we have to do a little bit of housekeeping. Again, short and sweet, folks. Uh, go follow us on all of our social media channels. We're very busy on the Tiki Tokis, the Instabams, and the Boodle Tubes. Um, and it's all the same Boodle tubes Uh, It's all the same It's shitting.bricks.podcast Yeah, go do it Follow us And while you're at it, go check out our Patreon And become one of our brickies It's like five bucks a month, folks You're getting multiple bonus episodes Just constantly coming at you You're missing out on half the fun So help us out Help a brother art Help a sister art how about they them out? Let's do it. <laughs> I wanted um, to be all inclusive, but that then sounded like it wasn't inclusive, and I didn't mean that. He, she, they's, Perfect. them's, all of them's, all of us's. All those people that say, like, they, them is just not, it's never used for singular stuff, and I'm like, um, it is. Don't get. Grammatically accurate. Oh. Just get over it. Anyway, I'm not let's in the not right frame of mind one. to get into that. Let's not open no. that kettle of fish. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, and what's there's, I mean, look, folks, we're part of the Boo Pod Network, but we're not promoting specific podcasts this week. We do them all the time. Just go check them out. 
um, and give us a like, a follow, a subscribe, a rating, a review, all that really good stuff because it really does help Kate and I. But we are on the final countdown to 100 episodes consecutive, folks. We haven't taken a week off for 100 weeks, which is pretty epic. How many? 100, almost 100. We're up to 95. Uh, we are going to take a slight break at 100 because we're doing a bit of a revamp, folks, and we're coming back to you new and improved with some funky, cool new stuff. So stay tuned for that. But please, let's get started on this week's episode, shall we, Kate? Please and thank you. <laughs> yes, Kate just needs. I'm so, yeah. To laugh. I do. I really do. Okay. Let's do it. Let's start off with a fear because Kate loves a good fear. Mm-hmm. And as you know, folks, you've already clicked on the episode, so you know what this one's about, but Kate's got no fucking clue. So <laughs> Kate, I really don't. What, what is toxicophobia? The fear of uh, having to go to work <laughs> and speak to people who don't understand Boundaries. Yeah. Is that it? Sure. Okay. I reckon yep. that's going to cover it. Correct. Happy days. This episode is right up my alley. It's a, it's a psychological disorder that can be described as an irrational or exaggerated fear of poisoned or being poisoned. And if that's not a hint, Kate, I don't know what is. I guessed that. I guessed it. I did. I just thought yeah. I'd wrap it up into my headspace. Yeah. Toxic masculinity, really. Yes, That's the patriarchy. Of. Fuck them. Yeah, down. So, yeah. yes, this week, folks, uh, our episode is called Death by Mushroom. And if you have been living under a rock, uh, there's a very famous case. <laughs> yes. Let's fucking go. I want to hear the ins and outs of the duck's ass of this story. Pretty please. Yep. So, here we go. Rumours and mushrooms need much of the same environment to thrive, Catherine. Yep. They must be kept in the dark and fed bulldust, and there's been no <laughs> shortage of the latter coming from many quarters. What a bunch of bulldust. In the tragic and mysterious case that resulted in three people perishing and a fourth fighting for their life at the time of this article, they have survived or still are alive. After allegedly ingesting poisonous mushrooms, there remains plenty of both, as in bulldust and darkness. <laughs> and while bulldust we love and a mystery, darkness sounds like a um, great album name. Actually, bulldust and darkness. There probably is one. There's a greyhound here. You can't see him. If I show you. <laughs> Sorry, really quick. Come here, Grace. Come here, Grace. He's a greyhound. Oh, he's a sweet boy. This is Roggins. Hi, Roggins. Say hi, Mummy. Hi, Craig. Don't eat mushrooms. Do you want me to eat mushrooms? He said, I love mushrooms. I want to eat them. (laughs) This is good again for an audio medium for me to be showing a video of a dog. He's getting sick of that. Fair enough. Bye, Roggins. Now, while we all love a mystery, we should remember three decent and caring people are dead and a fourth is dangerously ill. And. It is quite devastating and I'm going to remain as impartial as I possibly can because it's very quick, easy and fun and entertaining. To to make snap judgments, which the media has been doing. 
Absolutely. And this is a very recent case that is real people being impacted as we speak on these sorts of things. So as much as we're doing this for entertainment value, folks, let's keep it real. This is quite a horrific situation for Mm -hmm. everyone. Now, the Homicide Squad has begun to shine a light into the darkness to separate speculation from science and fact from fiction. But first, a quick recap on well may prove to become known as the Depp Death Cap Case. Say that pretty quickly. Death Cap Case. Death Cap Case. Death Cap Case. Digital. Tell Betty. That sounds close. Now. Rog dogs, you need to go away now. No more food for you. No red wine. Sorry, he's just getting very nudgy. (laughs) Don't touch me. On Saturday, July 29th, Erin Patterson had her ex-husband's parents, Gail and Don Patterson, plus Gail's sister, Heather Wilkinson, and her husband, the Reverend Ian Wilkinson, over for a light luncheon at her Leon Gather home. Mm-hmm. They I'm are famous. not related to No, our we're Catherine not. I'm not related. Here. No. I do have an Uncle Ian, but he does not share the Wilkinson name. And he's not of the reverend persuasion. He's not. (laughs) Now, the four guests presented the following day at the Leon Gather Hospital with gastro-like symptoms and were admitted. The local paper, the Gippsland Sentinel Times, reported a release from the hospital saying a fifth person was discharged after a short presentation at the Leon Gather Hospital. Good clue to keep in mind, Kat. Mm Mm-hmm. As there were no other adults present and Erin's two children didn't eat the meal, it will be a matter of keen interest to investigators as to why Erin presented at hospital when she appeared symptom-free. With excellent snooping, the Sentinel Times published real estate pictures from the previous sale of the double-storey house. It was a stylish weatherboard home that showed a cluster of alarmingly orange mushrooms at the base of a tree that no one in their right mind would eat. This is speculation, folks, and we've got photos of both the house and the mushrooms. Yeah. Nothing is locked in, proven to be poisonous, connected to the meal. This is speculation, pure and simple. Mm-hmm. A case of multiple mysterious deaths always draws the attention of the Homicide Squad and investigators' curiosity was piqued when they discovered a social media post from June the previous year from Erin's estranged husband, Simon. Now get this case. Here is the post. In quotation, some of you will know that I've had some serious medical problems since late May. I collapsed at home then was in an induced coma for 16 days through which I had three emergency operations, mainly on my small intestine, plus an additional planned operation, he wrote. My family were even asked to come in and say goodbye to me twice as I was not expected to live. That's horrendous. That is horrendous, but I would have to say it's the most... (laughs) compelling bit of evidence, evidence here. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that where you go, yes, it is horrendous. However. However. <laughs> I'm just saying it's quite interesting yeah. the similarities, but it is obviously in no way enough to you know lock anything in. It's just very circumstantial. Now, naturally, police are checking Simon Patterson's medical records and his recollections into his collapse and recovery. 
The Herald Sun reports Simon allegedly told friends he felt ill several times after eating with his former wife. And this will be a matter of furious interest to detectives. Indigestion or intelligence? Watch this space. Let's be very clear. This is quite a while ago. He's estranged. They don't have the best relationship. Mm -hmm. Do you remember if you had mushroom in a meal from 10 months ago, Kate? I probably did because I eat a lot of mushrooms. There you go. Surprisingly. Yeah. But that's the sort of thing, right? They're going to have Yeah, of course. You're not, of it's like when people go, where were you on the night of, like, I could check my, my calendar, but beyond that, I'd be like, oh, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Mm. I could try to kind of guess 10 months ago what I was doing, but definitely not what I ate, unless I had, like, a reservation in my calendar for a restaurant and be like, yeah, yeah. definitely, I was at this restaurant, so I ate this. But no. Nah. It is quite interesting, though, because you can use your, well, if you've got Google Maps on your phone, you can go mm. back and it, it does track everywhere you go like your whole history is all there so sorry i'm just go gonna pause you there <laughs> uh, <laughs> how does one clear <laughs> that history because i'm gonna sure shit need to do that for the last couple of weeks <laughs> it is actually really really helpful because if you're okay. like where, what was that restaurant mm-hmm. or what yes, time what yeah. was that restaurant where did you go <laughs> Yeah, it's all recorded. I went to the park next door to where my car was parked. (laughs) Holy moly. (laughs) Everyone has paused the episode and gone into into there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's really easy to find too. (laughs) Oh, cool. Cool. Now, any homicide investigator will tell you that while lightning can strike twice, you certainly want to go and have a look at the scorch marks. In this Mm -hmm. case, someone being very violently ill and almost dead. Yes. So, you know, interesting connection there. Now, police I did not will know have... this pre-stuff because I've not, yeah, I haven't really looked into it too much. So I'm yeah. so excited to hear the, the ins and outs. Yeah. Now, police will have urged Simon not to drive down Media Street, as in social media, as they intend to play their cards as close to their chest as a professional poker player. Like, we've got to be really careful here because every word, everything that's said insinuated is dangerous and could talk to his credibility as a witness as well. Like if he goes off and starts spouting things and it's inaccurate, it's really, it you know, Bad. reduces his credibility as, yeah. a, as a witness and anything he says, whatever. Now, death cap mushroom poisoning presents as gastro symptoms and there's a small period of apparent recovery, then a relapse that results in the collapse of internal organs until the liver and kidneys completely shut down. Shit. Now on August 4th, six days after the Lee and Gatha lunch, sisters Heather Wilkinson and Gail Patterson died. So within six days, dead. The following day, Don Patterson died and Ian Wilkinson was fighting for his life and was placed on the emergency liver transplant list. Now, Chief Detective Inspector Dean Thomas, also a photo on our socials, addressed the media using the deadest of bats as if playing for a draw on the last day of a test on a Mumbai Turner. I love this person who wrote this article. It's fucking hilarious. Obviously a cricket fan. It's just so Aussie how it's written. That's great. I love it. He says, I would like to say that because the Homicide Squad is investigating this matter, it doesn't automatically mean that the deaths are suspicious. I mean, come on, Dale. Let's just call a spade a spade. You don't don't bring in the Homicide Squad and go, well, it's nothing suspicious. 
Now, the house was searched and items have been seized, including pantry products and cooking utensils likely to have been used in the meal preparation. Inspector Thomas is right, of course, there is a compl- that this is a complex and in all probability protracted case that involves the health department and toxicology reports to complete a brief of evidence for either the coroner or a criminal court. Like, Kate, there is no gonna, there's no quick, easy answer to any of this. There's no... Okay smoking gun da, 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 yeah. Da, da, like yeah. trying to prove that deadly mushrooms were intentionally cooked in the meal yep. is really really difficult and she alleges that she has bought these mushrooms from a supermarket mm-hmm. right which just opens up a whole other can of worms now, at this point, there, there, no one has announced a cause of death, but few poisons destroy the liver so savagely as death cap mushrooms. So it's not having been confirmed, Kate, that that's what it was. Mm-hmm. So tests will be conducted on a food dehydrator found dumped in a local tip to see if it was working and if it was used to dry mushrooms. There's a food process that can take four to eight hours to do that, and they have asked for CCTV footage from the tip to see who dumped the dehydrator. So if you don't know, she was cooking a beef wellington, which is quite an elaborate, gorgeous Ooh, meal. Beef welly. What's yep. in a beef welly? Is that the one that with the beef and it's wrapped in the pastry? That's right. And uh-huh. It's got a beautiful thin lining of um, sorts of fillings and stuff around the beef and it's supposedly quite a difficult meal to oh, be done. Really it's, well. Julia Char would be like, oh, that's very difficult. Uh, exactly. That was my best Julia child. Welcome to the pod. Julia, <laughs> take a seat. Take a seat. Um, yes, Lizzie is actually thinking about making a beef welly. So do yourself yeah. a favor, give her a hand because uh, we all want to eat it. Don't use the mushrooms. Do you know what's interesting, Kate, is yep. Meryl Streep has played both Julia Childs <gasps> and Margaret Thatcher. Thatcher. She just needs to do the biopic of Lizzie and we're good. And she's in the latest season of Only Murders in the Building. She is. And it is beyond iconic. It's my birthday Christmas, like every gift I could ever ask for. I just can't. A great show. Fantastic show. Now, why police attended the tip 10 kilometres from Leon Gather is a matter they have chosen not to share, but suffice it to say it wasn't a fluke. So maybe there's, there's, you know, this speculation that dried mushrooms were used in the cooking of this beef wellington and maybe the filling. So it's interesting. Um, they will, however, try to work out why the four guests at the lunch were struck down with such devastating effect while the hostess was not. There are many perfectly reasonable explanations for this that they may well suffice in the fullness of time. Now, many questions police would like answered remain conjecture. This is because there were five adults present at the meal, four can't talk and one won't. Erin Patterson has exercised her right to refuse to answer many questions, which lawyers will tell you is absolutely her right and in many cases the sensible option. Uh Now, this is a bit tricky because supposedly she has made some statements and then has now retracted some of it or switched it up a little bit, which is also made it complex. It's yeah. made it complex. So some of the questions they might ask are, where did the mushrooms come from? 
Were they foraged? And if so, by whom? Sorry, Why? I was just about to say it. I missed it because I was fucking <laughs> it's too busy. Can you do that first bit? Can you say that again? The question. Start again. Okay. Some of the questions they may ask are, where did the mushrooms come from? Where did the mushrooms go? <laughs> where did the mushrooms come from? Where, where they- are the mushrooms, Cotton Eye Joe? <laughs> I am fully broken. Okay, where did the mushrooms come from? Where did the mushrooms go? Where did the mushrooms come from? Oh, I'm so sorry, folks. I'm really sorry you're catching me at my my absolute worst. And it's just going to get, it's just going to go downhill from here. I'm going to give you a red hot tip. It's just going to go downhill from here. Uh, well, that's okay. The standard's pretty low. <laughs> it's so low. It's so low. All right, mushrooms. Where did they come from? Where did they go? Yeah, where they foraged, and if so, by whom? <laughs> were right. they foraged, and if so, where did the mushrooms go? <laughs> Why would someone adept at country life make such a mistake? Why mm. were police initially told they came from a supermarket when no one else in town became sick? And why did Erin Patterson attend the Leon Gather Hospital? Yeah. If processed in a dehydrator, when did this happen? Do they, they do have a shelf life of a year, so it's quite possible that there could have been a lot of fall planning in this act. It's not like yep. she just decided to wake up one day. And did the chef eat the meal? Was the meal pre-plated and served individually? Like all these sorts of details are really important. The other part is, if the purpose of the lunch was to talk about child access, it may be why Pastor Ian Wilkinson, a respected wise head in the community, and his wife Heather were there as mediators. Police refused to say if Erin's husband had declined the lunch invitation. Confronted by media, Erin appeared distressed and said, I'm so devastated about what's happened and the loss to the community and to the families and to my own children. They've lost their grandmother. So let's just keep in mind, you know, this is Pe- a family yeah, that's been pe- correct. decimated. Been correct, exactly. In such an investigation, police will scrutinise Erin's online browsing history and perhaps see if she purchased or borrowed books, including ones containing recipes. But this by no means suggests Erin Patterson is guilty of anything. She has said she has done nothing wrong, of course. She has spoken to lawyers which is, you know, if I had news outlets harassing me at home, I would do too. And they're um, right up in her business. Like she literally drives in the house, gets out of her car, and they're fucking there. Like yeah. there's a lot going on. Now, quite separately from this particular story, the use of poisons in crime thrillers and real-life playbooks has gripped audiences for centuries. A quick browse reveals that the use of toxic mushrooms is a favourite crime fiction theme, including... In Murder by Mushroom by Virginia Smith, where a spiral pasta casserole ate at a church function is laced with deadly fungi in a small country town. And to prove no plot is ever new, the Roman emperor Claudius was killed by his wife Agrippina when she served him a plate of poisoned mushrooms in 54 AD. So, Kate, it's like a pretty common way to go. Okay. Mm. The mushy coming back with a vengeance. Yeah. And there's also one case that gripped the public was the society murders. Now, we haven't done an episode on this, but it is quite a well-known story. 
Margaret Wales King and her husband Paul King were bludgeoned to death by her son Matthew in April 2002. Now, Matthew invited the couple to a home-cooked dinner of aperitifs, minestrone laced with his mother's crushed sleeping pills, a vegetarian risotto, Chilean red and white wine, and dessert followed by soothing chamomile tea. Now, once they lapsed into sleep, he beat them to death and disposed of them via a trailer he rented with his credit card. Dickhead. Stupid. (laughs) Come on, guys. 101. Don't use your CC. Some people just aren't meant to dabble in crime, Kate. Now, some, that is our people. hot tip for today's episode. Some people are just not meant to dabble in crime. Don't do no. it. If you think you're going to use your credit card and hire a truck after you beat someone to death and then bury them somewhere, get a life. Get a life. Now, something like another story a little close to home. In Bendigo years ago, meat worker Johnny Moss started a slow, unexplained spiral into ill health. His wife, Lorraine, was always by his side, feeding him home-cooked meals, asking concerned medical questions and finally taking her wheelchair-bound husband to the pub for respite. He started feeling ill in 1978 and was in and out of hospital for years. At work, he felt so ill he gave his home-cooked stew to a mate and a single man who took it home for dinner. Now, they said it was the worst they had ever felt in their life. The mate told the police, and he wonders how he survived. Meanwhile, Lorraine was broadening her mind, borrowing from a friend a medical text on poisoning and insect bites. She also went to a Bendigo library to read books on poisons. Again, Oh, stupid. come on. Again, don't borrow books. Just sit in the library and read them like a normal serial killer. Like, come on. Now, in August 1983, doctors took nail and hair samples to test for lead arsenic poisoning. The results were mislaid and didn't get to the doctors at the Austin Hospital until January 12th, 1984. It's like six months, seven, five months. But it was too late. Johnny Moss had died 38 the very next day once they got the results. Ugh. His hair had 80 times the normal level of arsenic. That's too many. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, but that's t- it's far too many. If I received that that piece of paper, I was like, oh, bit high. Yeah, not looking bit, so good, babe. Bit bloody high, Dal. Lay bit off bloody the high. Oh, actually, no, I am reading these results after he has perished. Um, so I'm on the money. Another <laughs> one for Dr. Wilco. Pop it in the box, kids. Pop it in the box. Yeah, well, the test confirmed he was obviously poisoned over many, many years and he was fed four massive doses over the last eight weeks of his life. So this was years and years and years of this was such a slow, painful death, my God. Mm. Daughter Colleen told police our whole family life fell apart after their dad died. Even their mum changed. She started wearing makeup and provocative clothing. Bobby White worked with Johnny Moss at the local small goods factory and he started doing odd jobs around the Moss home when his workmate became ill. A few months later, after Johnny died, White moved in and later married Lorraine. She ended up being charged with murder but denied the allegations and the prosecution was dropped. Years later, she confessed to her daughter and was convicted. And trial judge Bill Gillard remarked, it was hard to think of a more callous, heartless, wicked person. Your husband was suffering excruciating pain, yet you continue to feed him large doses of arsenic. Your wickedness knew no bounds. 
and veteran homicide investigator Jack Jacobs visited the house many times. He said she always offered us a cup of tea and I always made sure I never took it. So, Kate. Sus. I have a pop culture reference for this yes. episode. Okay, hit me. Directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, starring Daniel Day-Lewis, Leslie Manville and Vicky Creeps. This is the film, the first film Anderson film shot outside of the United States with the principal photography beginning in January 2017 in Life, England. It is Anderson's second collaboration with Day-Lewis following There Will Be Blood in 2007 and his fourth with composer John Greenwood. The movie I'm speaking of is Phantom Thread. Phantom of the Opera? No, Phantom Thread. Oh, Phantom Thread. That's different. Yeah. Have you heard of this film? No, I've never have. I'm not. Can I give, can I tell you something about myself? You're going to say you're not a DDL fan? Correct. Wow. Really? Yeah. From your, what, tell me why out of, is it a, is it like a craft at like a performance, performance craft type thing? Mm. Yeah. I think it's a method thing. Uh. I think it would be that I would be shitty to work alongside someone doing the method. And I, for those of you um, listening at home, um, yeah, DDL, Daniel Day-Lewis, he is a method actor, which means that they once they're in a role, they're in character the whole time for the whole shoot, all the time when they're interacting with people. Um, and I just think, you know, as someone who once, you know, gave it a red hot and then realized it takes a long time to make money and I liked money, so I needed to get another job. Um, <laughs> I just think that, yeah, it would just be, it's, 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 it's incredible. And it is something that takes a lot and it's, it's quite an amazing career choice in a sense, but there's just something about it. And the other side of that is, is that I think that my bias toward that has turned me off watching many Daniel Day-Lewis films. So I've not mm-hmm. seen enough of him to be able to go, oh shit, I can get over that. Cause this is actually incredible. Like, I think I've stayed away from it because of that. Um, sorry, that was a greyhound shaking in the background. Um, I think I've stayed away from it because um, because of that, because of my bias of going, oh, fuck, that's annoying. That annoys me. Um, well, yeah, let so me tell why. you a little about the movie, Kate, and you might. Okay, might change might, my mind. You know, it's not like, it's not Gangs of New York. It's not Lincoln. It's not like some of his bigger, well-known ones, This, but it's as successful and it might, maybe it'll tempt you. Yeah. Okay. Hit me. So Phantom Third premiered in New York City on December 11th, 2017. It was theatrically released in the United States. A week later, the film received acclaim for its acting, screenplay, direction, musical score, costume design, and production values. It was How chosen. I've never heard of this for this to have so many like gongs accolades. like that. That's amazing. Yeah. It was even chosen by the National Board of Review as one of the top 10 films of the year and is also considered one of the best films of the 2010s, or the teenies, I call them. <laughs> the teenies. I like to call yeah. them the teenies. That's my vibe. I'm here for now, the teenies. At the 90th Academy Awards, the film was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actress for Manville, and Best Original Score. It won for Best Costume Design. That was it. Didn't win any of the others, but it was nominated okay, but, for all those others. Yeah, exactly. But got best costume. 
That's pretty cool. And it also earned four nominations at the 71st British Academy Film Awards, winning for Best Costume Design and received two Golden Globe nominations. So, premise of the movie is around renowned dressmaker Reynolds Woodcock. Love the name. And his sister, Cyril. Cyril Cock. Woodcock. Cyril Woodcock. They are at the centre of British fashion in the 1950s London scene. They dress royalty, movie stars, heiresses, socialites and debutantes. Women come come and go in Woodcock's life, providing the confirmed bachelor with inspiration and companionship. But his carefully tailored existence soon gets disrupted by Alma, a young and strong-willed woman who becomes his muse and lover. And that is when things turn sour for everyone. It's a lover and it's Mm. sour. And I'm going to leave it at that, folks. Oh, no. I want to watch it now. I do want to watch it now. (laughs) I want to watch it. All right, Kate, to wrap up, seeing as though the case is a little bit light and it's just, you know, initial facts. Initial findings. I thought I would finish us off with a top 25 of something that's related to this fucking topic, obviously. (laughs) I'm going to finish with a top 25 of best hairstyles of the Tonys in 2001. Just a little bespoke, um, and I do realise this is an audio medium, but I'm going to talk to you about their hair in great detail yeah, exactly. 25 times. Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> but I thought on the topic of poisonous foods, let's get into the 25 top most poisonous foods. And, folks, you're going to have to tune in for our um, Bricknet episode to hear the top 10, so sorry about it. Okay. Soz lol. Now, when you travel, you may think you are aware of all the risks and dangers you could face. You probably know to take the proper vaccinations when visiting certain countries, to stay in safe, well-lit neighbourhoods, and to be aware of your surroundings. But what about when it comes to what you eat, Catherine? Could you be poisoning your body this very moment? I am. Well, technically you are. (laughs) I'm drinking a, um, what have I got, a Peter Lehman. Barossa Valley Shiraz. Um, it is called Shoulder to Shoulder. It's a 2021 vintage. Shoulder sh- to Shoulder. I've had half of it, so bear with me. Yeah. <laughs> shoulder to Shoulder symbolizes the strong bond between winemaker and grower to create wines of great flavor and structure. It's been aged 14 months in oak barrels. It is currently on special at Liquorland for $15 a bottle down from 25 which is precisely why I bought it. My tongue Lips and teeth are completely stained, and I love it. (laughs) So, yes, I am currently poisoning myself. (laughs) Do you know what? This is actually perfect, Dom. Can I tell you why? So many reasons why. Um, Because, 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 because I follow, um, I I have joined up with Arnold Schwarzenegger and his team, Oh, my God. Sorry, I'm getting a phone call. Um, I have teamed up. No, I haven't teamed up. I wish I had teamed up with Arnold Schwarzenegger and his team. But um, one of the things that fits perfectly with this, which I might be able to add in if we've got time, is the topic of his um, Arnold's Pump Club email, which is the problem with plastics. Some toxins are sensationalized. Others are a real threat. So it talks about plastics being toxic. Okay, interesting. So it can right. sort of fit in with our toxins thing. 
Let's see if we get time. Let's see if we get it. <laughs> Thanks so much for that useless bit of information. Welcome. I'm just going to stick with the story that I wrote. But you're welcome to join in with your emails from Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> All right, I am poisoning myself now. (laughs) Please continue. Well, did you know, Kate, around the world there are certain dangerous foods that can cause everything from mild food poisoning to, in extreme cases, death. So in this little segment, which foods should be consumed with caution or, as the case may be, avoided at all costs? So there is a lot to learn, folks. We told you we always come with facts and help. We do. Facts all the time. Okay, so number 25, absinthe, the drink. The green fairy. It is. It's made with the leaves of wormwood and mixed with green anise, fennel, and other medicinal herbs. This high alcohol liquor was invented by the Swiss in the 18th century before quickly spreading into France. Picasso, Van Gogh, Hemingway were known to sip the spirit, which was cheaper than wine. I I have dabbled in it myself. I have too. Rumours that the drink caused hallucinations began to spread, some say by the winemakers, and the drink was banned for nearly 100 years. Now, the US lifted its ban on the controversial liquor in 2007, so it's only relatively recent. And while it won't cause hallucinations, the Thujon chemical found in Wormwood has been found to cause seizures, kidney failure, muscle breakdown called rhabdomyolysis, Tremors, dizziness, and nightmares, among other conditions. Some call the drink poison due to studies that showed a high number of deaths among mice on thujoin. But don't get too freaked out. Properly made absinthe doesn't have enough thujoin to to cause harm. Just make sure not to buy it on the cheap from less than legitimate sources. Ooh. I got into the absinthe in Europe. Um, yeah, because that's, it. yeah, the place to do it for sure. Mm. Uh, yeah, it will mess you up for sure. If you try hard that's enough, fine. I mean, if you try hard enough at anything, but wowee. Yeah. You can get drunk on water, folks. Can you? Yeah. If How? you drink enough of it, it thins your blood and there's too much water in it and you feel drunk. This is brand new information to me. <laughs> I mean, you have to drink a shitload oh, of okay. it. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, like if you have a tummy ache. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you And you'll just piss every 10 horrid. seconds. Yeah, okay. But Understood. T- technically, scientifically, technically. you can get so, drunk okay. on water. Okay. Okay, cool. number 24. Aki, spelled A-C-K-E-E. This most beautiful fruit can also be the most dangerous. Case in point, aki, which is a gorgeous bright red fruit that's popular in Jamaica. While suitable for eating after cooking, immature ackee can make you sick as the seeds inside are toxic. While only one in a thousand people get poisoned by eating ackee in the Caribbean every year, the US only allows for canned ackee to be sold to ensure it is properly prepared. Outside of the country, chefs who are pros with ackee can give you a taste, but don't attempt to pick and prepare it on your own. Number 23, the Namibian bullfrog. Now, frog legs are a delicacy in France, but in some African countries, they like to eat the entire animal, especially if it's a fat, juicy Namibian bullfrog. The only hitch is this amphibian contains many toxins meant to ward off predators, including us. 
These toxins, highly concentrated in young frogs that have yet to mate, have been found to cause kidney failure and even death. So stay away. Please stay away. Number 22, bean sprouts. Oh, what could possibly what could possibly go wrong with eating a bean sprout? You may. That's my ask. question. That was literally what I thought. <laughs> like, what do you mean, bean sprouts? Okay, Let's all right. See. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, I know you what's are so going switched on. on. You know, yeah. Well, well. <laughs> I'd love you to hazard a guess right now, but yes, yes. <laughs> well, bean sprouts. Bean sprouts. There is a lot that can go wrong. Sprouts are grown in warm, moist conditions, just the right combination for va- bacteria to grow. As a result, they may contain E. coli, salmonella, and listeria, all of which can make you extremely sick. And between 1996 and 2016, the Food and Drug Administration saw 2,474 illnesses, 187 hospitalizations, and three deaths from bean sprouts. Wild, huh? Uh, I'm just trying to think of what to say because it's... They're bean sprouts. Yeah. So just make sure you cook them so you kill off the bacteria. Yeah. Makes sense. Number 21, blood clams. Now, blood clams. Or first and foremost, that makes me feel sick. Blood (laughs) clams. I don't like seafood at the best of times. And blood, it also sounds a bit like blood clot. Like, fuck off. I do not want. Do not want. Also known as cockles. They are a treat in China where they are boiled and eaten. It's risky business, Mm -hmm. though, as the clams often contain viruses that bring on hepatitis A, typhoid, and dysentery. They are harvested in polluted water to boot. In 1988, Shanghai banned blood clams when more than 300,000 people developed hepatitis A and 31 people died. Yeah, I reckon, but put a ban on that. 300,000 is a bit heavy. The thing is, it does still not stop people from trying. Trying them. Why? Why? I just made dinner earlier and I had some uh, strips of chicken and I cooked the ever-living shit out of them because I do not want a bout of diarrhea and I will always cook chicken to the fuck. So I'm not having a blood clam. It's like chalk. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It's just powder, powdered chicken because I cook it so much. Sorry to anyone who's ever eaten chicken that I made. (laughs) Number 20, cassava. Now, this root vegetable popular in Africa and South America is perfectly fine when it's fully cooked and properly prepared, which is to say boiled, fried, baked, grilled, mashed or steamed. Eat it a bit bit of it raw, though, and you'll get a hefty dosage of linamarin, a toxic poison on par with cyanide. And this same toxin is found in flaxseed and at smaller doses can promote headaches, agitation, confusion, and trouble breathing. So just be careful. Number 19, we have the kasumazu. Ready to be thoroughly grossed out, Kate? Yes, you are. I was, yeah, of course I am. I 100% am. Now, in Sardinia, which is just west of Italy, they make a cheese that is so rotten it can make you severely sick. This cheese is left uncovered so maggots can land on it and lay eggs. Maggots don't do that. Flies do that. Flies lay eggs that are maggots, are they not? Yes. So maggots don't lay eggs. Hang on, maggots don't lay eggs. No, it's the flies. Yeah, that lay the eggs which turn to maggots. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, sorry, I just wanted to clarify because I was a bit, (laughs) yeah, of course. (laughs) 
But then I thought about it for a second. I was like, hang on a second. Is there like yeah. a maggot inception? Where they go, no, because that's what I thought. I was just clarifying. Because, again, folks, unless it was demonstrated to me in a movie from the 80s or 90s, I'm not going to know whether it's real. (laughs) So I might have missed that one. (laughs) Yeah. Now, they obviously, the eggs hatch, the maggots ferment the cheese, blah, 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 blah. And it gets worse. If you eat this cheese, which it should be noted is illegal, when it is when it still has larvae inside of it, the larvae can bore holes through your intestines and make you sick. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pause you for a second. Yeah. Don't look it up. Could you just do me a favor and repeat what you just said? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I should. Okay. 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 So bore holes. Bore holes is what you said in your intestines. Yep. Holy shit. Okay. So stay away from kasu mazu as a cheese. Don't understand cheese board, folks. Under fucking stood. I will not be putting that on my cheese board any time. Okay. Okay. Number 18, dragon's breath. <laughs> I'm just going to process that. All right. Dragon's breath. Yes. Hit me. While some like it hot, others like it torturous as they attempt to eat the hottest peppers known to man just to see if they can stomach it. I have done a challenge with some hot sauce. Not the same to hot peppers, but I have done the hot ones challenge and it's mm. fucked. Yes. Well, dragon's breath is a no-go. For a long time, many believed Carolina Reaper was the hottest pepper in the world, mm-hmm. worth 1.6 million heat units registered on the Scoville scale. But when dragon's breath was recently introduced, it brought the heat level to 2.48 million. Okay. That's almost a whole extra million, motherfuckers. That's a- <laughs> You want some more Scovilles? Here's another million. Stick them yeah. in your gut. See what happens. Is no, it like how... Have- Sorry, I was going to say, because yeah. the only thing that makes me think of um, hot peppers, like number one, is the Simpsons episode when Homer goes to the chili festival and then puts just a little and then hallucinates the fuck and there's the foxes and all that shit and Marge is like a whole piece of, yeah, that. I imagine that's what this dragon's breath is like. Now, to put this in context, a habanero pepper is only 350,000 heat units and a uh-huh. jalapeno is only 8,000, so... I'm not going to yeah, ask Kate to do the math. Absolutely. But. Don't, please don't. Please don't ask me to do the math. Can I tell you the, the source that I had? And I'll tell you the Scovilles. Sure. Just give me a moment. Um, it is the De Bomb Insanity, um, which was the most disgusting thing uh, I've ever put in my mouth. And it's 135,600 Scoville. And that made me want to die. <laughs> So yeah. think of that times 20. I can't even comprehend that. Oh, more than 20. Huh? Yeah. Is it 20 <laughs> yeah. times that? It is 200 times. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Again, but I'm doing maths. Is, Don't ask me to this, do maths. This particular one, Dragon's Breath, it can actually, it can burn your skin, it can cause mm. anaphylactic shock. It, 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 it's not just a mm. tough it out. This it's is, actually yeah, no, dangerous. it's like this is dangerous. Yeah. All right, number seven, uh, Echazine Courage. I'm not even going to spell it, but now it's known as Namura's jellyfish in English. And these giant jellyfish 
the largest in the world, are bigger than humans and can sting you if you encounter them in the water, but they're, they're really scary when eaten as well. Toxins in the jellyfish known as glycolkaloids can lead to cramping, diarrhea, headaches, and in the worst cases, comas and death. Again, properly trained chefs can prepare the jellyfish as a delicacy without the toxins, but if any traces are left, it doesn't take much to lead to illness. Number 16, elderberries. A berry is a berry, you'd think, Mm -hmm. but eat the wrong berries and you can get hit with food poisoning, suffering symptoms like vomiting, nausea, and diarrhea. I hate diarrhea. I know. (laughs) Sweet head. (laughs) (laughs) And there's one particularly dangerous berry which may be mistaken for a blueberry due to its round blue hue, but don't be fooled. When elderberries are eaten unripe and undercooked, especially raw, elderberries can bring on nausea, vomiting, and severe diarrhea. And in order to eat these safely, the berries must be ripe, cooked, and void of any stems or leaves. 15. Fasique. During the springtime, Shem El Nassim Festival in Egypt, many get rushed to the hospital after eating fasique, a fermented fish delicacy. The fish is dried in the sun and then spends a year in salt. Unfortunately, this fermenting process can produce the bacteria Clostridium botulinum, which, if not prepared properly, may lead to botulism, which is paralysis that begins in the face and continues through the body. If paralysis reaches the lungs, it can stop your breathing and, you guessed it, result in death. Dead. Gone. Not long, folks. Number 14, Greenland shark. Greenland sharks are, without a doubt, some of the most fascinating creatures in the animal kingdom. For one thing, they can live up to 500 years. For another, most of them are blind because they have parasites hanging from their eyes. But the thing you really need to know about the Greenland shark is that you should be careful when eating it. If the shark meat hasn't been properly dried or soaked, you can get sick from consuming it falling over or getting dizzy as a result of the toxins it contains. You should be safe, however, if you buy fermented Greenland shark meat from a reputable shop in Iceland where fermented shark meat called hakal, and I've eaten it and I've talked about it on a previous episode. You have. It is the national dish. Just be warned that, well, it won't taste very good, and I've told you that. Anthony Bourdain famously said Hakal was the single worst, most disgusting and terrible tasting thing that he had ever eaten. And I will completely confirm You'll that. you attest to that. What was, can you just remind me yeah. again, what's the, what, what was the, is it the texture, is it the taste, is it the smell? Like, is it just a combination? It's the taste. So it's okay. like, you know, what ammonia smells like? Mm-hmm. From cleaning agents and like your piss yes. and like yes. it, it, it smells just, like a concentrated, even more intense version of that, and it oh tastes God. exactly how you think. It's like chemically. Oh, nah, I'd spew. Yeah, yeah. You, okay. Most people can't handle it. Yeah, yeah. All right, number thirteen. Did you spew or did you clock it and you were cool? Nah, smashed it. Aussies are usually pretty good because it's yeah. like such an intense taste, and they're like, oh, you know, if you like Vegemite, then. If you it's love not, Vegemite, you'll love this garbage that we yeah. serve up to you. But there's parasites hanging off its eyes, just an FYI, everyone. Yeah. Parasites are not my favourite thing. <laughs> That's why I'm moving on. <laughs> Number 13 is lab. Lab is the unofficial dish of Lao. Lab is a raw meat salad. What kind of meat? 
is up to the cook's discretion, which as you can imagine, sometimes causes problems. Last year, raw wild boar meat in Thailand caused a deadly infection of Streptococcus sui, killing two dozen people. And in California, 12 people were sickened with tri... Oh, fuck that. I can't say it. Science. Trichinolosis. Nice. Um, after eating raw wild boar lab, victims presented symptoms of abdominal pain, vomiting, and diarrhea after they inadvertently consumed worms in the meat. In fact, eating raw mm. meat of any kind comes with risks, so just stay away from it. Yeah. Number 12, live octopus. Considering it can be pretty grisly affair, we're not sure why Koreans like to eat live octopus. But to be fair, the octopus itself is dead, but the tentacles of the freshly killed animal may have suction cups that are still active. There is one YouTuber in China filmed her her ordeal of attempting to eat a live octopus and don't watch it. Um, While she was able to free herself, safety... Safety officials warn that the suction cups can latch onto the tongue as it is being swallowed, leading to choking. Like it just, yeah. Why would you do that? Because some people are fucking stupid. I can't comprehend that. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. And last but not least, monkey brains. To many, monkey brains probably sound utterly unappetizing, but the real issue with the Asian dish is the dangers it poses. Eat the brain of a monkey and you may contract a disease known as Kreutzfeldt-Jakob. And this brain disorder is degenerative, meaning your brain will turn to mush as you slip into dementia and eventually die. That sounds Sounds like something out of a horror movie. That's fucking horrendous. Why and what? Okay, this list is just getting more and more fucking wild. I'm so here for it. Oh, my God, Dom. Go. Okay. Sorry, folks. That is number 11. And if you want to hear the top 10, you are going to have to stay tuned and come and join Kate and I up on our, uh, what's it called? Patreon. Patreon. And hear the top 10. There's some in there that you're going to find quite surprising. But yes, that is the end of Death by Mushroom, episode 95. Dom, thank you so much. I'm so sorry that I've been so fucking, yeah distracted and cross I'm, I'm 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 working on it i'm working on it but i really appreciate you telling me a story and just being amazing i can't <laughs> no, wait to hear the top correct. 10 i can't wait to hear the top 10 because it's well, getting crazy yeah you just have to come join yeah so, okay all right folks thanks for joining us this week and we'll see you next week for love you folks 96. love you bye that's a wrap big shout out to everyone for tuning in to shit and bricks Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us. Plus, you can find extra little nuggets on our socials. Next week, we'll be back talking more shit, so do not forget to tune in. And remember to wipe, flush, and wash your hands. Goodbye. Goodbye.